One of them is a licensed attorney. The other is an unlicensed welder. They go together like toothpaste and mayonnaise. But if you want to learn about the law and about welding in one podcast, this is, well, literally your only option. We checked. Welcome to Law and Solder. Welcome to episode five of Law and Solder. I am your host, Chris Harris. I am still a licensed attorney in the state of Texas with specializations in the areas of personal injury law, construction law, real estate law, and newly cannabis law. I'm also a budding hemp farmer, uh, and I'm currently smoking a brisket and some ribs uh, while we're doing this podcast with my co-host, Jamal Boucher. Jamal, good morning, Vietnam. I'm good. I'm just uh, drinking <laughs> heroic amounts of coffee. Yeah? Yeah. You're not I'm, sleeping uh, well? I'm vibrating pretty good right now. So, yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be a good one, I can tell. Well, I'm sure Michelle appreciates that. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's start off with work. How's work? How was your work week? It's been, you know, it was work. Um, this was a short week for us. We had Monday off, and I'm sure in your neck of the woods, you probably don't. Have you ever heard of Martin Luther King Jr. at all? Do they teach that in Texas? Is that a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't want to embarrass it, myself. In but. California, um, mm-hmm. we get his birthday off, uh, which was Monday, so that made this week awesome as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Wow. Is, was he like a governor or something? Yeah, he was just like a guy. He had, uh, he had these weird dreams. And I don't know, people, <laughs> people dug it. It's, you could look it up. It's on Google. Sounds like some hippie, trippy communist bullshit to me. It might, it might be purely a construct of California. I'm not sure. but Well, you know, I feel like California is kind of a... Do you remember studying in school about the Roman Empire? And we were... I'd, terribly misinformed about all of it but did you study about the roman empire at all no i uh i didn't study as oh, it right. were which is why i'm the welder and you're the lawyer well, <laughs> i'm not sure which one of us made the better choice there buddy just so you know um well it, it kind of the the school version of the fall of the roman empire was that you know it's a, it's a very 1980s kind of mentality when I was being taught uh, the fall of the Roman Empire. Uh, the causes were many and complex, you know, just like our own civil war. It wasn't right. slavery. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> right. it was states' rights yes. know, to have slaves. Right. Um, but uh, with the Roman Empire, the cause that I was given uh, for the fall of it was that they had too many holidays, you know, and they just had all the, you know, the circuses and bread and gladiator fights and People just didn't want to work, which looking back on it now is a pretty puritanical kind of an explanation yeah. for the fall yeah. of the Roman Empire. They just didn't work hard enough. That is a you know? weird fucking takeaway, man, that that's the main. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what that's it, bizarre. It, it wasn't the fact that they overexpanded their empire or that they went broke or that they had completely inept leadership during a right. very critical time in the in the empire's history. None of that seemed to matter. It was because they went... They, they went to the shows too much. 
that's you know what i you always hear how in the roman era they were always having infrastructure week but nothing ever seemed to get done <laughs> yeah it just fell the fuck apart you know when you said books. yeah Go ahead. uh when i was saying about you know i didn't study in school this is a this is a very true anecdote and one that i'm not proud of and one that i've never shared with my son but my senior year of high school yeah. I missed 64 days and it, it became also, also known as three full months of school. Cor days. Correct. And the, uh, principal contacted my mom and said that I wasn't going to walk if I didn't figure out a way to fix it. So the last month and a half of my senior year, when everybody else has like half days and you're just, you know, you, you have like four periods and then you have your off at noon, like the last three weeks of school as a senior. Okay. I had to go to school full time. And then at three o'clock in the afternoon, when my high school classes ended, we went straight to the college and I did makeup work till 10 PM every night for like a month and a half, just to be able to graduate. What? Yeah. If I, if I could ask what, what were you doing? I mean, were you just like, okay, well, I'm going to school. And then you just didn't. And you went well, back and played video games or what? The asterisk to that story is that I lived a thousand miles away from my parents my senior year of high school. I was in oh, Oregon right. and they were still up there. So I was living with my brother who didn't give a fuck if I went to school <laughs> at all. So I would wake up every day and I At would the crack of lunch. Yep. And we would immediately it was like, Hey, well, let's go to the dam and sit on the dam and drink beer. And I don't know, try to find well, a way to learning. Yeah. As I learned. Yes, exactly. I learned all the best and easiest ways to steal beer from Albertsons, <laughs> uh, which is a grocery <laughs> store. You've probably never heard of. Oh but... no. We had Albertsons down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, I was just, yeah, I just wanted to give you a, draw you a little picture that I, you know, yeah, I literally, well, I gave was, zero fucks about school. It was probably your, uh, it was probably your senior year where they really covered the Roman empire in depth. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry you missed yeah. it. I'm thinking uh, about auditing some Roman empire classes online or something just, just to round out my education. My senior year was, uh, somewhat glorious because um <laughs> you know living down here uh there are some sports that are that are considered important and other sports that are considered maybe required that we have them but we don't support them and right. one of those sports that fell into that latter category was tennis <laughs> and i grew up with um with a tennis coach which is how he he was actually a teacher at my school and it's how he got the job my mother won the Golden Apple Award, which is like Best Teacher in Texas Award. But the only reason that she got Whoa. hired was because she was married to the tennis coach. That uh, is a that is a really cool anecdote, though, that your mom won Teacher of the Year. My dad, Leonard, who we've talked yeah. about, uh, yeah. was actually voted Man of the Year in Ketchikan when we lived up there. And I think it was twice, two different times. And my mom was so pissed. But yeah, we all thought it was really cool. Man of the year. What does it take? Yeah, I don't know. He was a he was a counselor. He was a drug and alcohol counselor. And yeah. uh, Alaska 
happens to have a ton of drugs and alcohol problems because the weather is shit. And so you're just inside and depressed all day long and everybody turns to, you know, anything to take them away from their actual life. Drugs and alcohol, say what you will, but they work. Yeah, for sure. Yes, absolutely. And if you can keep it, you know, if you can keep it on the rails, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. But yeah, he was very, very good at what he did. And it became awkward as I became an adult that, a lot of my friends <laughs> met my dad. Got to go see your old man. <laughs> yes. And I would have to have these fucking awkward conversations with them. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to tell me this stuff. That's like confidential. You don't, it, it's cool and everything, but yeah, I don't fucking care. So anyways, uh, back, back to your tennis. Well, my, my dad was a tennis coach and he brought this little four, a school where they were competitive at the state level with five, a schools And Texas is a big state, you know? And, um, and, but the year that I became a freshman, uh, he decided he wasn't going to coach anymore. And he told me at the time it was because he didn't want to have to coach his son. Cause we kind of butted heads in that way. Is it, which dad uh, is this? I'm sorry. Which you had the, only, the two. Yeah. The no, I well oh. I only had one actually. Yeah, there was a guy that my mother married for about a, a year. Oh, okay. Before she died, but he you know, I was okay. done Sorry. with him yeah. by age eight. Okay. So no, this is the dad that this is the the guy who sired me and raised me. The uh, guy that drove he drove old Yeller. Yep. Okay. That's him. So that's my dad. He um he told me at the time that the reason that he was giving up coaching is because he uh, he just didn't want to coach his kid, and uh, and I believed that for a while. I found out later the reason he quit coaching was because it added almost nothing to his salary and was the majority of his work. Um, and he was such a popular teacher that they they really couldn't fire him. He taught chemistry and biology, and he's like, get another coach. So they got this Yahoo Paul something. I don't remember. I uh, fucking hate Paul. Oh, fuck this guy. Fuck and Paul. He, yeah. He was, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to go down that road. He, he, he was not my favorite, uh, my favorite guy. He was just a swarmy kind of a smart ass. Just, I don't know. He was just not a good coach. Uh, and he lasted my freshman year, my sophomore year and my junior year. I had to put up with him. Although one of the funniest things I ever saw in my entire life happened to him while I was sitting right next to him. We're on a bus. We're on a school bus going to Belton, Texas uh, for like a district meet. And they always gave us the shittiest school bus. I mean, it was like. Oh, yeah. You're on the tennis team. That's almost like being on the fucking. Yeah. You're on the HIV positive team. Well, we shared a bus with the soccer team. And you can imagine soccer in the middle of Texas in the 1980s was not a well supported sport. Here comes Um, Team Leprosy. Yeah, so this fucking bus, I mean, it's got like a rag hanging out the gas tank. <laughs> anyway, we're driving this thing down the road, and you know how the windshield on a bus is like just straight up and down? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no tilt to it whatsoever. Well, apparently yeah. the seal from the windshield had just, you know, gave way, and the whole fucking windshield, we're doing 55 miles an hour what? on the highway, and the whole windshield came in and just snapped on his face he's driving driving with a fucking windshield on his face and i'm the closest person to him and i did nothing 
<laughs> well, because because that was part of God's plan. That was obviously part of God's plan for this dude. I did, man, I didn't even know how to help. It was safety glass, thank God. But you know how that stuff, when it breaks, it just kind of holds together? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has completely let go of the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get this fucking glass with a 50-mile-an-hour breeze pushing it against his face, off of his face. And I guess his thought process was, well, I can't see shit. It doesn't really matter if I'm holding the wheel because I'm going to steer us into a goddamn bridge. Right. So, So he did let off the gas. And we slowed down. Anyway, that was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced. I, mean, I couldn't stop laughing, and he was just mortified. He was so pissed off. That so he, back- he didn't find the humor in it? Oh, God, no. Yeah. Not till much, much See, later. See, that's why I fucking hated that guy. Fuck him. Yeah. That was funny, not. and if you can't fucking laugh at yourself, then eat <laughs> a dick. Take a joke on the face. Well, yeah. that was near the end of my junior year, and uh, he did not come back my senior year, but the beautiful part is they never replaced him. So my my last like two hours of school every day were tennis, and we had no instructor whatsoever. So we were told at the beginning of the year, basically entertain yourselves. Thank you for listening to Law and Solder. At this point in the podcast, my audio broke, so I'm going to put a song in right here since we're talking about high school that reminds me, you can never go home again. This is a little band that I love very much. They're called the Michigan Rattlers, and the song is Evergreen. Well, the sun is beating down the black top. My hands are aching, my head is falling off. And I can't seem to sleep past night, crying eyes over wasted time. And the older I get, the more I see If you walk out the door, there's no re-entry So where do I stay and when do I go? These are the questions I really want to know So now I'm burning down the avenue At a hundred miles an hour Now I'm burning down the avenue 
So at some point, my microphone started working again, and we were talking about LSD. Let's pick it up. Yeah, assuming that they're the same dosage, but it was never which, the same dosage. Which you never knew. You never had any idea if it was even real or not. That was, well, yeah. Is this just a bunch of strychnine that's going to make me see yes. tracers from poisoning? Is that yes. what that is? Uh, now, I actually, uh, I was pretty fortunate in that regard, or I don't know if fortunate's the right word, but... There was a guy I went to high school with who was a major, uh, like ended up in federal court in high school for being a major Whoa. supplier of LSD. Um, and he became my good friend. You know, uh, <laughs> he's the one who taught me that. <laughs> if, you and if, I are going to be great friends. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a feeling, man. <laughs> he's the one who taught me. An important lesson about my own kids, if you go into your kid's bedroom and it is 100% like neon black light posters, <laughs> yeah, your kid is into psychedelics for sure. Because yeah. we would yeah. trip at his house and he would turn off the lights and I would just be like, it's too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing him on the front page of the Waco paper after we had a narc in our school my senior year. Thank God I was never there. I never fucking wow. met the guy. Uh, he was apparently 22 years old and uh, not very well liked, but he would just show up at parties and be like, hey, man, can I smoke some weed? And people would be like, yeah, okay. And, uh, and You know, they made a major motion picture about this, right? No. 20, tw 21 Jump Street starring uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that guy sucked because he was... <laughs> He was an undercover. And I, I just remember all these people got arrested from my high school. I mean, and they were, it was fucking everybody I hung out with. And and I was talking to him all about it later. I was like, how did I never meet this motherfucker? And they were like, well, he would mostly show up at, at uh, parties on Friday nights. Not Saturday nights, but Friday nights. And I always worked Friday nights at Dairy wow. Queen. And so I couldn't go to those parties. I was out. Now, if his schedule had been such that, you know, Saturday was a work day for him, I probably would have had an arrest record a lot earlier than I did. But yeah, everybody I hung out with went to jail <laughs> and Jesus was Christ. all over the paper. And I was like, oh my God. Well, 
I'm kind of curious, although you weren't there, like what was your friend group? That's what they call them these days. What was your friend group like in um, high school? Was I, it very diverse? Yeah, yeah. I was, let's see, in high school I had really long hair and I wore nothing but, you know, rock t-shirts and Levi's. That was my thing. And I was the guy who had the friends that sold weed to my other friends in student government. I was the go-between mm-hmm. guy between those yeah. two groups because I kind of went back and forth in between those two groups. Yeah. I actually had a v- really varied uh, group. It's, it wasn't even a group. I mean, I, I mostly hung out with the kids who smoked and who were, you know, in bands and musicians and shit like that. But yeah. for some for some reason, I also got along with, you know, most everybody other than like the super duper jocks. I didn't. I I, I never got along. Welcome with to another Law and Solder interlude. At this point, I'm going to put in a song that Jamal recommended by a band called Cursive. Seems to fit right here. Art is hard. My problem, and it's taken me a lifetime to realize this, is that 
I, I had a close knit group of friends, but without fail, literally at any given chance, I immediately ghosted them for a girl. Huh. I mean, I, I can't to the point that none of them probably even care about, you know, like I have this group of friends that mm -hmm. I consider like they were my best friends. I'm sure all of those people consider me like, oh yeah, no, I knew him. He was a dick. <laughs> That's, and, and I know that now I realize that now. But back then, yeah, I just, it, I don't know. I just thought that's what everybody did, but maybe that's not what everybody did. I don't know. I, <laughs> that's, I look at it now and like, I always find myself like, let's see, like, oh, I wonder what so-and-so's doing, or I wonder about this. And then I realized nobody ever wonders that about me. Like, I don't, I never get like out of the blue, like <laughs> here's an email from somebody. Hey, I was just thinking about you. No, that, that shit doesn't happen. Well, it was always a drag, you know, whenever, um, whenever one of your friends would start dating somebody and if it, it was never, ever good for this reason, um, if you didn't click with them at all, um, then it was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a long six weeks while this plays itself yeah. out, you know? Yeah. And you got to be nice and it's just, God, this bitch is dumb and rocks. Uh, if you did hit it off with them. <laughs> that was an even worse problem because it's like, Ooh, I like her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me a lot. And yeah. yeah, I, I was not mature enough to deal with that in a constructive way at all. No wonder your so, friends think you're dicks. Yeah. Slept yeah. with every girlfriend yep. I had. They yep. say about tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, well, I didn't plan to talk about high school, but, uh, that windshield break in on, that coach's face was it's still just very very funny to me and he's got these <laughs> little skinny arms and he's just doing everything he can to get the windshield off and all he can do is laugh just and like, that windshield goes across the entire front of the bus it's like six foot across by what four feet tall no it was probably about four feet wide okay but uh when it broke on his face then it was half as big. <laughs> and so like all I was getting was, oh, and we had to drive all the way to the town with no windshield after that and back. And man, there were bugs in his fucking face. They didn't send another oh, bus? No. no, fuck no. What are they going to send? It's the worst bus they have. If they'd had a worse one, we'd have been in it. Um, Listen, when you tell this story again, which I'm sure that you will at some point, when you, whenever you tell the story again, I want to give you a little writer's note, okay? Yeah, sure. To, to, to make this pop even more, uh, <laughs> make sure that once the windshield pops out and they don't send a replacement, tell the story that your bus driver had to drive in reverse the whole rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because in the screenplay of your life, I think that's how it's going to go. Welcome to another Law and Solder interlude. This is a perfect time to play a song that Jamal recommended by a band called OK Go. It's called In the Glass.
So um, this was uh, we're we're still harvesting the first plant, so I wanted to tell you about that. Oh yeah. And um, I'm sitting here. In fact, I'll turn the camera on for just a minute. This this won't translate very well. But you see this? This is like a. I do thing. see that. Yeah, it's uh it's full of pre rolls. Um, we have so much hemp. Look at this now. In the oops, they fell out. When you say pre-roll, uh, yeah. that's a joint, right? That's what I would have called a joint, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cool. But they're in cones. Yeah, they look they like hold, little firecrackers. Yep. They hold about a gram each. Um, and the more experienced uh, cannabis connoisseurs that I have let sample this have been extremely impressed. Here's the thing about it. I'm such a lightweight with weed that this stuff gets me high. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's legal. I mean, there's there's a QR code that comes with it uh, on every package, and it's legal. But it definitely gets me high. And um, my one of my kids had a this the same experience. Robert came in town, and he tried legal hemp, and then he went and played piano for an hour. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was decent, man. And so he took some back. He took some back with him to Austin to sell. And by sell, I mean probably smoke. Um, yeah, and then uh, trimming is a whole thing that takes for fucking ever, uh, and we still don't. We're we're just about this week to go out to shops locally and let them sample our wares. I've been told it's very nice. 
Um, and it's 100% organically grown, even though I didn't go through the USDA certification process, but no pesticides, um, no fertilizer. Actually, we use nutrients, but like, you know, fish stuff. Um, so is this going to possibly turn a profit or do you expect to, or no? Um, probably not with, it this. takes it, a lot to get to that point. Right. I mean, that's well, a lot of work and well, not right. I mean, the thing is, is for this first crop, I had to buy everything. I had to buy the right. lights. I had to buy, you know, the trays. I had to buy all the, you know, the, Oh, I see what you're pots, saying. So the, the next time all that's going to be reusable. Yeah, it is. Okay. And, and the only thing that I have to buy now is just dirt and nutrients. You know, I've got right. all the genetics and everything and I guess electricity, but that's not crazy because we're using led lights. Um, so I'm not saying we're good. We're definitely not going to recoup everything. Well, you know, it's funny. I did some math. If we actually sold the pre-rolls at what they sell for in other States, uh, we would just about yeah. break even, but I'm not going to be able to do that because it would take me so long to do it that our next crop would be ready. So I'm definitely going to talk to some wholesalers, but, um, and even though it's, mm -hmm. You know, weed, I, I know that Texas is different. You're talking about hemp, but let's just right. say, okay, weed in, in Oregon, California, and Washington, right? It's legal. Does that make it legal to send it to somebody or no? no? Like no, when you, because, I, okay. Be, because it's illegal. Under because that's a federal law. statute. Got ya. Yeah. It's a controlled substances act. And that's <clears throat> what I'm kind of excited about. Is it right before the election? You know, they, um, the house passed a bill to deschedule uh, cannabis. Um, and, and that would be huge because it would allow for things like banking. I mean, I probably said this before, but in a perfect world, what I would like is something I don't think I'm going to see, which is for Texas to go legal, at least medically, you know, um, sure. before it gets descheduled federally. Cause what I don't want, what you just mentioned is once it's legal, every farm in Colorado and Oregon and yeah. Washington and California can ship their wares to Texas. And they've um, been doing it a long time. Yeah, but under the radar, you know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Uh, I would like for there to be an opportunity for my kid to, you know, kind of like get a little bit of the green rush before right. the Walmarts of pot come in and just, you know, flood the Walmarts, area. yeah. <laughs> in any event, here's one thing that he'll have uh, for the rest of his life, the ability to grow his own weed. Because when you're buying it by the eighth or a quarter, it does get expensive, you know? Right. And so uh, he'll at least have that. And who knows? I've got all kinds of people that seem to want to, as soon as it's legal, they've, they've got land, they've got a storefront. They want to go ahead and get into the retail end of it right now. Like, I'm ready. I just need some laws to pass. And then I can quit practicing law. I showed you the packaging we did. It just says yeah. Ogle, Oglesby, Texas is what it says. It doesn't have like an address on there. And our business address is actually tied to my law office. Why um, do I think that Oglesby was one of the original uh, Bad News Bears? I, wait, that sounds really it? familiar. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like the catcher. Maybe. Yeah. It's real close. Okay. It's real close. Um, I'm definitely going to look that up. And after looking it up, it turns out the name Jamal was looking for was Engelberg. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had one other topic. I was going to talk about the law for just a second because a guy sure. from my hometown, an attorney from my hometown, uh, filed a lawsuit on Monday. You said that was Hart and Huther Ming. Yeah. Day? Yeah. Okay. He was, it was. Yeah. He was a. He was a. Well, it must preacher. have been. 
it it must have been a holiday here too because the federal courts weren't open on Monday when he tried to file it or when he did file it. But the the lawsuit essentially said, and this is a lawyer in my hometown, okay? Right. Uh, who and I looked up where he went to law school, and he did not go to the same law school I did. In fact, I'll go. Ahead. He went to the University of Texas, still ranked as one of the top fourteen law schools in the nation. So they should be duly embarrassed. But this asshole files a lawsuit in federal court on Monday, <laughs> and in the lawsuit he says that because all of these states changed their voting protocols prior to the election, that all of the votes cast in the 2020 election are uh, void. And as such, every single member of Congress is uh, should be expelled because none of their elections are, are legitimate. Now, he apparently didn't take into account the fact that senators are elected every six years. So yeah, I was going to, yeah, a third of the Senate, uh, he he says all the Senate and the house should be gone. Uh, and all the governors in all 50 States should be gone. And really the only person left whose, um, whose position, uh, should remain is guess who I'm going to say, uh, Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and he, he was kind enough to put in there. It apparently hit his radar that this is not anti-democratic. Um, right. It not absolutely only, doesn't sound like royalty or monarchy, but yeah, go ahead. Right. Or a fascist dictatorship. It, it, yeah. Uh, not only should all of these people be expelled from office, but they should also forever be banned from holding any future office or voting. Oh, and he threw in Mark Zuckerberg should go to prison uh, at the same time. This, this Yahoo apparently is on the verge of getting arrested. I didn't know this until this lawsuit was filed because he um, he was Instagramming himself storming the Capitol. And he worked with a firm that's a legit firm. Jesus and they Christ. fired him on January 7th, so day after. And he starts his own law firm. And the first thing he does is file this lawsuit declaring Trump to be God or something. I, I don't know. but Now, why, why would Trump be... Uh, exempt from uh, that? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah don't what, know. what's the reasoning? Oh, okay. Probably there is no reasoning. Yeah, it, it just goes to show that no matter what level of education somebody has, they can go down the QAnon rabbit hole pretty far. You know, I don't know yeah. what happened to this guy to make him go so far off the rails, but he's off. And, um, you know, probably, I don't know him personally at all. Um, probably, and he's younger. Um, probably, you know, just like an absolutely otherwise normal guy who has all these fucking crazy thoughts in his head. Speaking of that, it's kind of nice, I thought. I mean, I was busy this week, so I didn't pay much attention to the news, but I get the impression there wasn't a lot of, like, crazy news, right? No, not that I... Yeah, I, as well, I didn't... I I didn't have to think about that for hardly a second. There was been a couple confirmations of uh, Biden's cabinet, but other than that, I mean, it's really been pretty... Did you watch the inauguration? Yeah, I wa- well, I watched most of it. Yeah, Normal. I was uh, a, <coughs> I was at work, <coughs> but yeah, yeah, I did, I did have access to a computer that was uh, streaming it. So, yeah, okay. it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty nondescript. There was no crowd, but I mean, we all do that going in. Uh, the one thing that was funny to me was um, they have a single podium at the front, 
And in between every speaker, this dude would run up there with wipes and spray and wipe down the podium every day. It, just, it was just funny to see because, I don't know, well, it was just odd looking. I saw a little bit of it, and my overriding thought was that bulletproof glass is way too low. I should be seeing <laughs> yeah. a reflection of Biden's yeah. face, not, yeah. you know, from the neck up. Yeah. Um, I did think that... Uh, um, Surprisingly, I, I didn't really think this before, but uh, Lady Gaga, or whatever her actual name is, is was did a really, really super good uh, Star Spangled. Yeah, did she? She's fucking yeah. fantastic, dude. Yeah. She's a legit musician. You uh, have to look past like what you thought of her with the crazy, you know, outfits and all that stuff. And yeah, I was. It happened to me really early on when she first started getting popular. Somebody posted a video of her when she was at, I'm going to say, you know, like a New York conservatory, some real like John Mayer type school, uh, like Berkeley, but on the East Coast. I can't remember the name of it. And uh, and it was just it was like a piano recital, but she also sang. And uh, I mean there were there was no filter she's wearing just normal clothes right her her hair is not dyed and she is just sitting at a piano and singing and playing and i went ah she's incredibly talented next up is a a very talented singer songwriter stephanie germanata and she has composed two original pieces for us and uh, she's going to come out and perform them right now so listen up And unfortunately, that wasn't enough to make her a star. That's the right. fucked up right. part. Same thing with John Mayer. Do you remember that when you heard, you know, your body is a wonderland? And you were just like, oh, my God, yep. somebody knife this dude in the neck. And then yep. you saw him with B.B. King on stage and you went, whoa. Yeah, he can play. Yeah, he rips. Sure. Did you ever see Early- John Mayer trio? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a. I saw. I watched a whole concert of them. So I don't remember where it was, but yeah, it was like his his jazzy sort of. Uh, was more blues rock. Blues, you know, right? Yeah, but it was fucking great. I saw him yeah. in Austin a few years ago, and I was just, I was like, yeah. Oh, you saw it live? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, I thought you did too. No, I saw it. <laughs> I don't go. Well, to I'll live edit this shows. part out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, very, very, very good. Um. And it got me to wondering, um, like, I just went back and looked at what I'm listening to. I was talking to this lawyer about it, and as a result of that, he sent me 
um, like a list. We kind of started trading some songs because we kind of listened to some of the same shit. And there's a band called Hound Mouth. Uh, and I, the, the song in particular that he sent me was called Houston Train. And I'm, I'm going to drop that in. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I want you to be exposed to, to that. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daughter and I used to play that song, which was incredibly inappropriate when she was a 12-year-old girl singing about a heroin addiction. When Jamie um, was 12, she was about 36. Yeah, somewhere so, in that yeah. neighborhood. So, um, but anyway, because of that song, it got me into the band, Kay's Choice. And a, a lot of the... There's one in particular that I think you might 
enjoy. Um, like from a production standpoint, it kind of reminds me of you. It starts off real mellow and then it kicks in and they actually had some decent high gain guitar sounds, but they were a brother and a sister. And I want to say they're from, I'll fuck it up the country, but one of those Bernie's countries like Norway or Finland or Sweden. Or oh, Europe. really? <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have this song called Everything for Free, and it's about being in a mental institution. Um, and it's pretty fucking good, and I'm going to play that. I don't know who you are, but you seem very nice. So will you talk to me? Shall I tell you a story? Shall I tell you a dream? They think I'm crazy. They don't.
Isn't that weird how that's a that's a thing for, you know, I don't even know if I'm considered an artist. I'm a musician, you know, to some extent. We're both music lovers. It is a it is such a like a personal thing that you yep. you need to introduce somebody to something that you think they will like like that doesn't happen with any other like stuff i wonder if it's like being a bad gift giver though because like a good gift giver gives somebody something that that person will probably like and a bad right. gift giver gives something that that i'm gonna like giver. yeah right <laughs> And it's yeah. almost like we're constantly seeking validation. You and I are way beyond that point. Our musical yeah. tastes line up in areas where, you know, there are big melodic hooks. Um, and, uh, and, and then if lyrics on top of that, because you'll probably, like me, I got to listen to a song 20 times before I go, I wonder if I should listen to the fucking lyrics. And then yeah. if they're good also, then I'm like, oh, this goes into the category of good songs, you know? Yeah. But I listen to absolute fucking lyrical trash all the time because it's just got a good hook and it, you know, yeah. I, it just, it just like an earworm just pulls. I me love, in. love, love big sugary melody yeah. hooks. I am a fifteen-year-old girl for that yeah. every single time, and it never gets old with me. It's like I used to wonder yeah. how the fuck can somebody listen to the blues. Well, it turns out it does all kind of sound the same in the same way that our parents said that our music all sounded the same, sure. even though it was radically different. It's right. because it's not their thing, right? And but. But there are a few people in my life. My daughter's one of them. You're one of them. Where sometimes I will I will hit a song and I just feel compelled to go, hey, listen to this. You know, my daughter sent me one this week that was really really good too. I'm not going to put it in here, but it was it was really good. It's pretty offensive uh, for anybody. Who's <laughs> certain things uh, and not offensive in a language way. Offensive in a like your beliefs are completely fucked up kind of way. Right. Um, yeah. So I won't put that one. I might. I might. I did. This is Stephanie Lambring with the joy of Jesus. Just because she was singing that one night low So she looked him up, said Trump, Pence 2016 Conservative Christian, you could hear him just laughing Did your daddy not give you enough attention? You're just a whore, but Jesus is Lord Don't you want his forgiveness? Going down on the quarterbacks 
So she sent him to camp to get reprogrammed. Cure that abomination, cause God don't make faggots, son. It's a habit of your sinful generation. It's just a choice, forget about that boy. Don't you want your salvation? Is that the joy of Jesus? Is that the joy of Jesus? Is that the joy of Jesus? Is that the joy? Is that the joy of Jesus? By the way, nobody in my family is actually an atheist. Uh, we all seem to have some problems with certain sects of religion, uh, but uh, but that that's not the message of the song uh, in any event. I've um, been to your church. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I had I had Frito pie after your church. I still talk about it to this day. <laughs> it's a fucking delicacy, man. <laughs> It's been great talking to you. I appreciate you kind of nudging me because I don't want to go two weeks in between these, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, motherfucker. Well, once again, I thank you very much for your time and your insight and little stories so that we can get to know each other better. Yeah. Um, I hope you don't have a brutal week this week. Uh, anything going on that you... Like, I have to go out into the world and sell cannabis this week, which is not something that's in my wheelhouse. But, um, so I'm a little bit nervous about that. Like, cause it's just like your baby. And if you show up sure, to a place yeah. that sell and they're like, no, I don't want that trash. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to deal with that. That's so, like dropping your uh, song in the MP3 mixing clinic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Except that you didn't spend $20,000 on That's it. true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, man, I hope you have a great week. I appreciate you doing this. All right. All right. Bye. You're ugly. You're ugly and I hate you. Bye. Yeah, bye.